Chainsaw Talk, a podcast about navigating your 20s and all that comes with it. Hosted by a girl who talks a lot. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of She's All Talk. Um, I didn't post last week because I wanted to use my platform to bring awareness and spread the voices of black people rather than my own voice as well as just share resources and useful information and stuff to help everyone be more aware of the um, protests and the situation currently unfolding in America as well as at home in Australia as well. Um, I also just want to take a second to remind everyone that just because you might see people going back to their like normal, I guess, content, it doesn't mean that the fight is over when really things things are only just beginning, things are just getting started. Like protests are still happening all around the world. Protests are still going on in America. You may not be seeing it as much in your media cycle, although I still am seeing it a lot in my media cycle. Um, but yeah, it. I guess even if you're going back to your normal content like I kind of am and like everyone I know I guess is um, – don't don't stop sharing useful resources and don't sh- don't stop. I hope that you can um, listen to this little reminder and just remember to keep edu- to keep educating yourself and donate if you can, sign petitions and just continue to spread resources because every little bit does help in the fight for equality and in the fight against racism. Um, I actually went to a Black Lives Matter protest where I live um, in Perth yesterday and I was really amazed and impressed with the turnout of people. We stood there for about, I think, three hours maybe listening to Aboriginal elders and members of the Aboriginal community in Perth share their stories and experiences about racism, history and police brutality. And it was it was really powerful and really moving and an emotive experience and they did a march um, around the block as well and honestly I was really proud of everyone for for getting together and also proud of everyone for socially distancing as well. It was really well organized as an event, it was really peaceful and also everyone gave each other the, the space that they needed for it to be safe. They handed out masks, there was plenty of hand sanitizer so that was really um, reassuring and it felt really safe to be there in the current COVID-19 um, situation. I feel like that's the most important thing to address before I kind of dive into this week's episode and talk about how my week's been. Um, yeah, I just wanted to start with a disclaimer that although my content is going a bit more, I guess, back to, to usual ramblings, um, the fight is continuing and I will have a link in links in my description to um, resources to help educate yourself and I guess I just urge you to keep keep fighting the fight. Um, but yeah, overall I had a really good weekend. Um, my week I was kind of in a bit of a slump I guess. I don't know what it was. I think I just need a bit of a break or a bit of a holiday. Um, I just felt really stressed and really even when I was at home kind of doing nothing watching TV, I still felt really stressed after work and I've just felt a bit of like pent up anxiety. So I think I just need, I guess, a bit of a break and time to kind of unwind. I found that my phone is stressing me out a lot as well, like having my phone on me all the time. So I'm trying to to kind of take walks without it, um, to try to take breaks from that and I guess clear my head a bit. But I'm going to Denmark in... <laughs> 
in just over a month, I guess. Um, and that'll be really nice to just spend the week there and kind of unwind, unplug and just take a break from, from work and everything. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And it was my best friend's birthday this week on Friday. Um, so we went out for dinner last night, which was really lovely because it was actually my first time dining in at a restaurant since all of this COVID-19 situation has unfolded. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to heading towards, I guess, a bit more normality with restaurants and cafes and bars and stuff. It'll be nice to have um, dinner out more often and that sort of thing and catch up with people at local businesses and give them support as well rather than just takeaways and stuff. And I know that's like coming from such a place of privilege with everything that's going on in the world right now, but the rules in my state at the moment allow us to dine in. So I kind of want to take take advantage of that um, and help support the businesses as well as catch up with my friends. The thing that I'm loving this week is the podcast Out Loud by Mamma Mia. Um, I just find it really interesting and I love the way that the three ladies discuss sometimes frivolous and often serious issues while they also unpack the nuances of the issues themselves. I'm actually an avid reader of the Mamma Mia website myself, which is an Australian website um, for those who don't know. It's a news site targeted more towards women, I'd say, and it delves into a lot of pulp pop culture as well as um, more serious news issues as well. And yeah, the Out Out Loud podcast is three times a week, I think, and they basically unpack major stories and events going on in the world. And they they have interesting perspectives, um, especially because there's three of them and they're different ages. So it's just interesting to to listen to what they have to say and it kills time on my drives. (laughs) So that's always good. So for today's episode, um, we're going to unpack some of the nasties that have been exposed about the fashion industry lately, more specifically racist dress codes, um, unethical fashion, and what is a nick in a store. So with the Black Lives Matter movement gaining momentum, more and more companies have kind of been exposed as racist or having racist work cultures, I guess you could say. And one in one in specific, rather, is an Australian boho fashion label whose employee guide has recently been linked. I, leaked, sorry. And I think it is an old employee guide and it might have been updated since then. I'm not too sure on that. But basically it revealed that it's kind of impossible really to be a black employee there and be natural and um, kind of embrace your culture, I guess you could say. The retail employee guide for Zimmerman is under fire after former employees, I think they were interns maybe, I could be wrong there, but they allegedly leaked the document, I believe, and the document lacked the representation of black women in all of the images shown on what makeup to use, what clothes to wear, how to have your hair, that sort of thing, as well as the language used in the document itself um, was really exclusionary with saying that the hair needed to be quotation marks around this, um, soft textured loose waves or blow dried straight and high buns, top knots, plaits and braids were seen as hairstyles that were not allowed. Um, 
And the leaked document has been seen as very problematic because it's catered towards white people and white hair, essentially. Um, it's kind of makes it like seem like it's very difficult for black employees to embrace their natural hairstyles or wear their hair in culturally significant styles because it's not allowed. It's literally banned in the employee guide. So it's kind of like squash the self-expression and also not even self-expression, just like the natural style of your hair. Um, Previous employees also took to Instagram to call out the brand about their personal negative experiences working there as people of color. So it's um, really coming under fire at the moment because it's being exposed for this um, racist work culture. And honestly, situations like this just expose how racism has infiltrated every industry and is so deep-rooted in society. And I feel like especially people who are in situations like myself where we're in positions of privilege and you're a white person in society. Like I've never had to think about whether or not a dress code will impact my cultural expression or the way I naturally look or anything like that because I do exist in a bubble of privilege and some people also exist in this privilege and they're just not aware. So I guess it's a good not a good example, it's a terrible situation, but it is an example of why we should always question things and I guess try and check your privilege where you can and um, speak out about the injustice that's going on because you may not think about it because it doesn't directly affect you, but that's something that would really damage, um, I guess personally damage the black employee who would have to work there and adhere to that to that code that kind of tries to cut them out almost. But obviously this is not the only case. Um, Recently as well, previous employees of Vogue have also come out to talk about their experiences of racism within the fashion organisation, which is probably not really a surprise to a lot of people. I've seen a lot of Instagram comments being, and so water is wet, that sort of thing. So a lot of people aren't surprised by this news But I guess it's just another example of how racist culture is ingrained in the fashion industry. Like the fashion industry is not not, um, exempt from this or anything like that. Although I'm sure most people don't assume that it is considering the fashion industry has been so exclusive and and catered to such a specific beauty standard for such a long time that we're only kind of really starting to see diversity in fashion in America and Australia and sorry the western society I guess recently and we still have leaps and bounds to go so I guess um it I think it's made a lot of people realize that they need to reconsider their choices in the fashion industry and also question those in powerful positions um anthropology has also come under fire after um, Diet Prada reported that staff have a secret code name for black customers where essentially they would use the word Nick or Nikki um, when a black woman would enter the store and that would mean that they should keep an eye out on that black woman in case she was stealing essentially and follow her around the store and lots of um, Lots of people who've worked at anthropology stores across America all started commenting saying, oh, we we used that in our store as well. It was so disgusting. So what they thought was just in one store has actually 
come out as something that's widely used in a lot of stores, which is actually really disgraceful that people are racially targeted just going shopping, but also that it's kind of ingrained into the customer service they deliver to the point where they have a code name for when a black woman comes into the store. And like, again, that's something that I would never have to face in my life. I will never be be looked at differently just for looking at clothes. And yeah, I guess it just kind of really pulls your privilege into check when you hear something like that because it's disgraceful. And as well, I mean, aside from the racial profiling being so harmful, it's also so stupid because you're turning away a white audience who are obviously interested in your products and you're deterring them from shopping there. So basically you're losing customers because you're being a dick. So that does not make sense at all. But I guess just because a brand may attempt to improve its representation and diversity in like a magazine or with their models or on their website or post Black Lives Matter on their Instagram or something doesn't mean that they're actually aware and that they're actually making an active difference. Like I think we all need to be more aware and more critical of the brands with power and what they are doing with their power, not just on their website and their Instagram, but what's going on behind the scenes in the the corporate office in the stores themselves that sort of thing and I guess put your money where your mouth is don't support companies and brands that you know are linked to dodgy things or you like that have come out with stuff like this um where there's been allegations of a racist workplace like don't support brands like that go give your money to to black owned businesses or to brands that are actually doing the right thing and being decent so that's the tea with that one. Um, yeah, I guess another example that I wanted to talk about um, was yet another brand who's recently come under fire for being hypocritical and for having a um, allegedly racist work environment as well, which is Reformation, which makes the beautiful dresses that I'm sure you know and have seen all over Instagram um, that are really freaking expensive, um, not going to lie. And it preaches that it's a sustainable and eco-friendly option. I mean, the Instagram bio is literally being naked is the number one most sustainable option, where number two. So there's a lot of weight that comes with a claim like that, even if it is like a lighthearted, joking kind of thing, um, not to take it 100% seriously, but there's so many steps that come before Reformation being a sustainable option. I mean, you can wear what you already have. You can share clothes with your siblings or something. You can borrow. You can rent clothes from those Instagram accounts, which I would recommend really because those dresses are like $300, $400. And also once you hear that it's a racist workplace environment, you probably don't want to give your money to that company. Um, but yeah, those dresses are ridiculously expensive and you can rent them for like $40 on those Instagram accounts, which are really great. But yeah, it goes on. You can go to thrift stores and find clothes for a lot cheaper, um, which is a whole of a lot more sustainable than buying it new. And I guess try and make your own clothes if you're into that. But the list really goes on for that, um, for more sustainable options before going out and buying Reformation clothes. So think about that before you, you hop into that. Or even if you're going to buy them, like check Depop or something and maybe you could get a second hand so the money doesn't go directly 
back to that company if you no longer want to support it. The main thing that Reformation is actually in the hot seat for at the moment is um, a former employee has kind of put the company on blast, I guess, on social media for a racist corporate culture. Um, the They've since issued um, a statement apologizing on their Instagram account and said um, an independent investigation into workplace concerns would be launched among a whole other things which you can go check out if you want to read and I guess make a decision for yourself. But yeah, there's a lot of controversy surrounding that and I guess it's just important to really think about what companies you want to be supporting, especially right now with everything going on and the Black Lives Matter movement. It's really important to kind of put your money where your mouth is and make a stand financially, support companies that uplift communities and that are doing their part for representation and that sort of thing rather than supporting companies or not caring who you support I guess um, through your your choices that's like I've heard a lot of people say that they don't support Donald Trump but then they kind of support um, shops and and takeaway outlets that actually support him and donate to his campaign so I think once you dig a little deeper into the companies that you you buy from and that sort of thing you can realize how corrupt a lot of what goes on is and you can kind of discover more about the core values of that company and think, hey, is this what I align myself with? Is this what I want to align myself with? And I guess take that into consideration when you're, you're spending your money because the consumers can make a change and make a stand and if like you're anti-racist and you're trying to make a change, then hell, don't support companies who are being put on blast for having a racist workplace environment. Like that is not what you need in 2020. That is just embarrassing. But yeah, I think I'll wrap up today's episode there, I guess. But hopefully it's helped you to be a bit more aware of some of the terrible things going on in the fashion industry. Um, and I guess, I mean, I guess that it's good that all of this is coming to light now, especially with the current movement. So these companies can hopefully actually be held accountable. And honestly, I'm sure more and more accusations and different companies and stuff will continue to come to light because racism is such a rife and prevalent issue in our society. So it's not going away anytime soon, but it needs to to come to light so we can address it and try and make a change. But yeah, um, sorry if I kind of rambled a bit. I have a bit of a sore throat, so we're trying to trying to make this episode short and sweet, I guess. But yeah, maybe you can rethink the brands you support or kind of start a conversation about these brands, do a bit of your own research, dig a bit deeper and choose where you want your money to go, especially in the fashion industry. I mean, there's obviously the whole issue of the unethical production of clothing in fast fashion, which in itself is an issue that I could do a whole episode on, which I might actually do if you'd be interested because I could really talk forever with that. We don't need another 20-minute segment right now. Um, But, yeah, I'd love to do a whole episode about being more sustainable for the environment and fast fashion and what you need to know about it, how to make yourself more aware of it, thrifting tips, that sort of thing. Um, But yeah, so I think I might try to do that in a different episode. But 
Anyways, again, as I said at the beginning of the episode, the fight is nowhere near over for the Black Lives Matter movement. So I will have some resources in the show notes, so make sure to, to check that out um, to keep up to date with what's going on and, I guess, continue to fight the good fight. And, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I'll be in your ears again next week. Thank you. See ya. I said it before and I'll say it again Life moves pretty fast You don't stop and look around once in a while You could miss it